everyone, and welcome to this special edition of the High Sensitivity Gaming Podcast. Thank you for listening. If it's your first time here, we talk about video game and movie news, as well as what we watched or played over the week. Though this edition, it's all about the Summer Games Fest and announcements made there. This is your one-stop podcast, big news that came out during the Summer Games Fest. You don't have to go anywhere else, I guarantee you. My name is Gary, along with my co-hosts. My name is Craig. This is like the freshest of fresh. Capcom just ended where, you know, you can't get any hotter. You might burn your mouth on this one. <laughs> and my other co-host. Hey, it's Craig. Uh, still trying to figure out if I want to upgrade my PS package because PlayStation Ooh. Plus dropped that today. So Let me tell you, I have that's on my list later. I have some yeah. thoughts. I Barry, wanted to upgrade yours. Yeah, uh, I, I I was automatically upgraded. I had PS I had PS Now and PlayStation Plus, so I get I get um, upgraded to premium for the rest of the year. Okay, you were VIP. Yep. Yes, I spend way too much money. I give Sony too much of my money. <laughs> Grandfathered in. I got a little bit of a deal when I upgraded today, but again, that's I'll save that for later. All yeah. right. All right. Let's go ahead and start with Summer Games Fest. Now I have an entire list here. I am going to yep. somewhat. Uh, like Brie, like not every announcement we're going to go over in this podcast. There's too many announcements, too many small games uh, that probably people, you know, one person who listens to the podcast will be like, that's what I needed to hear. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, passes. and Barry, and, and we have to cut out like a solid 30 to 40 minutes just for scorn. Yes, oh my God. I, <laughs> I suppose that is something we have to talk about. Yeah, let's talk. I know you're us. excited. <laughs> but first, we'll start off with the Summer Games Fest area, the opening day for Jeff Keighley's Knight and Shining Armor of Gaming. Yep. Uh, some of the announcements there, and I guess we'll go over some of the impressions as we go along here. Uh, Nightingale uh, seems to be a older s- survival game, crafting stuff. I don't care much for these games, nope. if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> All right. Look terrible, next. I think. <laughs> I don't think it, I didn't think it looked terrible. It is like a it is new because. Everybody who has played like these survival games, I think more or less thinks about uh, the forest. And yeah. this yeah. one is more psychedelic with portals and estate stuff. So there is a bit more added to it, but I really don't see like me playing it. Those games never really have been for me. I don't nope. know, much understand it. Um, next up is going to be uh, Warhammer 40k Dark Tide. Uh, I, we, I rewatched all the trailers, so this is all fresh in my mind. I think it looks good. I do like the Warhammer 40k series. It's pretty much just space D space D&D, I think is how I'm going to put it. Uh, the mm-hmm. one thing that does make it difficult, though, is Captain Price or whoever voiced Captain's Price is voicing in the trailer. And it makes my head spit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I should be watching a Modern Warfare trailer, which was also in this yep. uh, opening of Summer Games Fest. But Warhammer 40k Dark Tide, uh, game, game Pass game. Any yep. of you guys probably going to try it or leave it alone? I'll give it a shot. It's on Game Pass, so I might as well at least try it and see if I like it. I don't think I've tried a bunch of Warhammer games like Vermintide and all that, and none of them really stick with me. But I still like if they're going to throw it on Game Pass, I'll still give it a download. Yeah, I'm kind of with you there, Craig. I haven't really tackled this particular series, but um you're going to be hearing this a lot because I can't tell you how many times we saw Game Pass just like at the bottom, like Game Pass day one playing. Yep. So it's quite an exciting time to own an Xbox and particularly have Game Pass. I'll give it a shot. 
Yep. Definitely. Goat Simulator 3 trailer hides Familiar. behind a Dead, Dead Island, Island 2 trailer. <laughs> I thought this was really clever. I yes. thought it was Dead Island 2, and then Goat <laughs> showed up, and I was like, oh, these yeah. pieces of pieces of yep. S. I can't believe yep. they did that, but it was really yeah. good. I enjoyed it. A Goat Simulator 3, and yet again, just so people are reminded, there is no Goat Simulator 2. They just literally <laughs> skipped 2 and went to 3. That's how this series goes it's they find it funny so i imagine we're all yeah. just playing into the joke here that's how it goes that's how, that's how it goes that's how the series goes uh, there was a there's a lot of goat simulator that got played in my house specifically by my daughter when she was young um those are fun games i mean they are what you make of them i never played it for more than like an hour or two um but i know kids in general like will just play that game a bunch so i'll definitely try it um but i don't have like game of the year high hopes for it what is the goal i have not played goat simulator but there they, really isn't one <laughs> that's the bet that's got to be a very enticing yep. yep you just do whatever you want you get like they score you kind of like you're playing a tony hawk game um where you just get points for doing random things okay. and there's like hidden things you could find um and at least in the first one but yeah that's why i never stuck with it because like i need structure in my games <laughs> yeah. um and that definitely is not structure, but yeah, I know it has a following. It does. Uh, they, they did trick us, didn't they? Because everybody who was watching that was like, that's, oh, my God, Dead Island. And it was like, oh, yep. like, what a what a tricksters they are. <laughs> that was that was good. Routine and a robot horror game of if there was one way to put this summer games fest, it's that there's a lot of for whatever reason, space horror. Uh, coming out and we'll be talking about that but this seemed to be more of like the indie type of space horror uh it just really showed a trailer about some dude walking around and it looks like five nights at freddy's but you're walking around a space and you're being haunted by robots uh, i don't know yeah yeah it seems all right i guess um something i might pay like 10 or 20 bucks for yeah, I was uh, I, I kind of enjoyed the suspense of what the trailer brought and uh, whatever whatever gun that guy was holding in that, which looked like some modified NES system, maybe with a some old computer parts like that. He <laughs> just like kind of picked up and wielded like so like he it, I liked it. Um, I'm interested to see like more like, like the robot horror of it. Uh, but I would have to watch a little bit more gameplay or I would go with what you're saying, Craig, and do like for it for 10 or 20 bucks if it's on there, you know? Yeah. To the next one, Fort Solace, a game with what's his face from the last <laughs> of face? us. I have to keep looking these up because I forget which one's which. Uh, another space horror game. Uh, you kind of have it opening up with somebody talking into like a camera diary like we see in some other space oh it's troy baker movie yeah, show. Right. troy baker sorry that's it yeah yep. he voices uh, it okay and another uh, roger clark who is yes, awesome roger Morgan in red dead yep yep exactly so it's gonna those two were the people that were there for the reveal and kind of talking about it there apparently is a lot of fighting choreography in this game uh troy baker kind of went into detail about what goes behind all of this stuff and all the performance capture they did for this game. 
I will probably need to see a review before trying it, but there are, uh, I got Dead Space and now Protocol, Callisto Protocol to worry about. So, yeah. uh, Fort Solace, unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, Fort Solace will probably be on the back burner unless it's yeah. some revolutionizing and storytelling in a way. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Bottom of the, the list two, for me. Yeah, but <laughs> between Callisto Protocol and, and Dead Space, you have about, I don't know, two and a half to three months of, of gaming that's going to come that take precedent over a lot of other different things. Like that's going to be Elden Callisto protocol, at least is going to be Elden ring for a lot of people when it, when it, when it launches, it's just impressing too many people, um, including us three. Yep. So terrified to play it though. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I can't (laughs) wait. (laughs) Which fire a game announced in 2017 gets gameplay. It also gets a early access sign up that you can sign up for uh, looks to be a pc game maybe on console as well which fire literally looks like medieval times with uh like D guns and spells i thought it looked pretty good i think this definitely has like a gameplay to it like we mostly saw the combat and running around and shooting guns at people yeah. shooting spells so i'm more curious about okay is there a story is there a, what is it going to be here so yeah. Witchfire was one of the first games that I went, OK, I'm kind of excited for this a little bit. We have to see where it goes, of course, here, and it's only going to be going into early access here in a little bit. We still have no idea when the actual release date is. It was announced in 2017 and we're just getting early access five years later. Kind of like a like a Doom vibe a little bit. Maybe that's fair. Yeah, yeah. it. It seems to be fast paced. I mm-hmm. I just kind of compare it to like D&D type stuff because they're using revolvers, old type guns. And then, you know, there's people doing spells and fighting you with swords and knights and armor. So that's yeah. where I get get the comparison. color me intrigued. One of the first to color you intrigued, I imagine. Yeah, <laughs> I was the first one said... on the list so far. Yeah, uh, smaller said, announcement. Uh... Say... Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say uh, just a smaller announcement is Saints Row character creator uh, called Boss Factory is now out and you can play with it, create your own character in time for the game to come out. It is a pretty in-depth character creator, Mm -hmm. and that is something that is going to be important to a lot of people who come into Saints Row new. It's all like Saints Row has always been about inserting you as the main character and as the person. So mm-hmm. being able to create this person literally how you want to almost down to every aspect you want is going to be pretty exciting for people who are excited for Saints Row. I the game it's not so much that Saints Row really interests me, but I want to try out Saints Row just because I never played it when I was a kid. And I think kind of the craziness of Saints Row is what brings me to be like, OK, this could be a game that I like. Yeah, I. I can't remember if they did it with Saints Row 3 or 4, but I remember they did the same thing where they released the character creator before the game came out. I remember spending some time in that. And I already downloaded this and checked it out for, I made like two or three people. Um, It's definitely a lot more detailed than the Saints Row games used to be. Um, But yeah, I'm excited for Saints Row, so I was excited to mess around with this a little bit. I feel like we didn't get a whole lot of... um, like announcements with like, Hey, we have a demo out today or Hey, buy it today this year. So yeah, there was like a few, um, but that was one of them. So I was like, well, I might as well try it out. There's not a whole lot else going on. I wish a a lot of major games would just release the character creator before the game, because 
you know, like that, that's a, that's a cool concept to me, especially when you think of how excited you are for a title and you bring it home on whether you download it or you bring the actual CD home, you're actually waiting to get it on the console that you're playing. And then after that, you're really excited to play the game, but like most gamers or at least some gamers, you have to spend yet another 45 minutes creating the person that you're going to be using for the next 30 to a hundred hours. Yep. Like I like that concept to be honest. Yeah, it's cool. Gotham Knights Nightwing trailer is showed off. I hate to say it. The more I see Gotham Knights, the more I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to like this game. <laughs> I, I was excited Why? for like the court of Isles, court of yeah, owls aspect thing, but but I, I was excited because it seemed to be I I thought it was going to be an intriguing storyline. You get to play as other characters other than Batman. Don't get me wrong, I like Batman, but I don't know much about these other characters that are that are in this game. And everybody always tells me that the Court of Owls is like a really good like comic book arc yeah, for Batman. I hear and, it as well. and now that they're now that I continue to see this game, it I don't know. I am very on the fence for this game, uh, for sure. And I imagine you guys are too from the sounds of it. No. No, I'm excited for it, man. <laughs> any more any Batman games, I'm always in. I feel like yeah. the last one was what, Arkham Knight? That was a while ago now. Mm-hmm. Um I really enjoy these games, so I mean I'm I'm excited for it. I'll be buying it for sure. Okay. Yeah, if you're off if you're on the fence, Barry, I'm completely off the fence. That game for me is already pre ordered. Like, I'm already invested, and I think if they just keep the core gameplay, like, in the successful manner that it has, um, I feel like I'm going to come back to you guys in November or December after I've played it a little bit and been like, all the story's not that good, guys, or something along those lines. (laughs) I'm intrigued enough. I don't know enough about most of these characters. Uh, There's, like, 5,000 Robins to me. And sometimes I can't keep track of them. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm excited for that. I'm in. I'm in. It's yep. like I told you guys last week. This is either going to be my bio mutant or <laughs> it's going to be like T-Pain buy you a drink for me when I told everybody that song was good and nobody believed me until they heard it. <laughs> I don't think it'll be regardless. I don't think it'll crash as hard as bio mutant did. Um, it may end up being like a mediocre um, but even like was it Arkham City Origins was the one that everybody was like, man, I still yeah. enjoyed that game. So I think I'll still enjoy it enough to get the whole way through it, at least. Maybe I need to be more positive on it. Speaking of comic book games, uh, the trailer of the of the show for me was Marvel Midnight Suns with Master of Puppets showing off. Yeah, I just uh, I liked it. It was a fun trailer. I was like, yeah, Master of Puppets. I don't know. I like I don't know. I like Metallica songs. And they announced that Spider-Man will be joining. So is Venom as part of the villain team. I want to see gameplay. This is this is my issue with the game is it is made by the same people that make XCOM and they are a tactical RTS control your units RPG type thing. And I don't know how it's going to translate to a superhero type game where this this game feels to me like it should be like Marvel Ultimate Alliance uh, that came out on the mm-hmm. Switch earlier this uh, earlier a couple of years ago. And because I know it's not that team making it, I have a hard my brain has a hard time like thinking, wait, this isn't this is a turn based game, most likely. And yeah. 
I need to see gameplay if I'm going to be good with it or, or if to be excited for it. These types of games need to have like really good storytelling, especially if all you're doing is controlling Spider-Man and moving him eight spaces on a map to send, you know, to shoot his web slinging at somebody for them to, you know, die or be incapacitated, however they decide to put it. And that needs to be done correctly. Like it has yep. to be a good story. I like the the master demon Lilith, I believe is her name. I thought the I think the character design for everybody is cool. I just need to see gameplay and maybe then I'll be sold on it. But this is probably the game that I'm most kind of flipped on back and forth for. I like turn-based games. I like XCOM, but how does that translate over to this Marvel's Midnight Suns game? Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I can see I can see where your hesitance is. I uh, I did not play the first XCOM, but I did play XCOM 2, which is a great game. Um, mm -hmm. Very tough and a lot of uses of that specific style of gameplay. I'm, I'm with you, Barry. It's going to be kind of weird in a transition to superheroes specifically due to it's just two different genres because you had like kind of aliens like with a marine Terran trying to uh protect the world versus like just everybody's you know everybody's favorite neighborhood neighborhood spider-man um in addition to other characters i liked that i saw was it dr strange was in this they um, showed a skin for him so i think he's okay. in the game um i did like who they included i was sad in the trailer to see venom go to the dark side but then i was happy because then you you know you fight him and such like that uh I am like 60% in, maybe 70%, because like I was kind of waiting for an XCOM 3 since I played XCOM 2, and I kind of like that at least the team is working on different projects. They're kind of involving their, their talent, um, and we'll see. Yeah, I'm like... Barry, you're on the fence about Gotham Knights. I'm like across the street from the fence before you get to the fence on this game just because i like xcom i've talked about how i like xcom 2 specifically but i've still never finished that game because i get tired of the combat style so for me like when they're like oh it's like an xcom that makes me hesitant um you know it was mentioned that like oh it has like a almost a mass effect style um way of telling the story and, and talking to characters with you know maybe branching paths of dialogue and that sounds cool um, but as far as the gameplay goes, I'm like super hesitant on wanting to play through a Marvel game in an XCOM style at all. So I'm like far away from the fence watching from a distance and maybe I'll get into it and maybe I'll like it. But as of right now, I think it for me, it'll probably be a pass, unfortunately. That's yeah, it, I feel like it's going to be that kind of game for a lot of people, but we have to see the uh, mm -hmm. Marvel Midnight Suns. I have to see more of before judging it. Layers of fear. <laughs> yeah. N no. No. <laughs> Have not. you played the other one? No. Nope. Uh, you, you can't make me play this game. Can't. The first one wasn't Could that bad. It's not bad. Yeah. There was, there oh, was a jump or two, but it wasn't that bad. I was okay. Oh, it's and not I'm that kind bad. of like at your level of scary, scary cat. Layers of, layers of fear there, is, there the, is... is the uh, pick up items and look at them and put them down game. <laughs> That's what that okay, game is. I, I, okay. Because like. 
it, it literally says layers of fear in the title. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to play anything that has fear in the title. <laughs> but I yeah. watching the watching the trailer, it this is a game for certain people looking to get their spooks and probably some pretty good storytelling <laughs> along the way. Yeah. Not, not so much for me. That's uh, <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. Fair. You think Callisto Protocol should change their name to Fear Protocol, and then you yes. won't play it. <laughs> I never played the fear games either. Those oh. are great. Man, you should play those on stream. Find the fear games. Fear 2, specifically. Yeah. I think you'd have a good time with that. Probably yeah. like five bucks. Oh, it's wait a for shooter. Game Pass. You'd be all right. Yeah, I probably would be, with fear at least. <laughs> and we're set to get to the big stuff here for the first day of Summer Games Fest. Modern Warfare 2 campaign tease pretty much just looks like they're on Wetworks is what it is. They're on a <laughs> ship. They're yep. shooting people. I need this game to kind of reinvigorate my love for like Call of Duty. There yep. is so much riding on Modern Warfare 2, and I think they know it. Yeah. Yep. I th- uh, like I liked Vanguard. I like its story mode, but the multiplayer like totally bombed for me. And I do not like Warzone. Sorry, no matter what you do to it, I'm probably not going to play it. <laughs> but Modern Warfare 2 has a chance to get you back into the campaign story of things with characters we know and like with this reinvigorated way of telling Modern Warfare 2. And I get that it's not of exactly like Modern Warfare 2, but we finally get to see characters we like, like Soap Ghost. They've done a huge promo about bringing these characters back. They need to make it worth it in the campaign. And the game looks good. I have no issue with how the game looks. It but after campaign, there has to be something for people yeah. to play. That's Warzone. not Warzone. And I get that Call of Duty and all of their chips are in get Warzone to be as big as popular because it's a free to play and people will pay tons of money yep. to play it. But for me, make a good multiplayer and I will continue to play your game long past the original playtime or play date. Yeah. I'm not like, I'm not delusional. I know the majority of their efforts going into Warzone, like you said. But the last Modern Warfare had a very good multiplayer. So I have hopes that this will be we- as well. I have no doubt in my mind that that single player campaign is going to be a good time. Like, I haven't had a bad time with a single player campaign in a Call of Duty game in years. No since matter how is, bad. Since like Infinite, is it? Infinite Warfare? I didn't even mind that one. Warfare? I think it was Advanced One with. Um, uh kevin spacey Spacey. that's the one i'm thinking of as well yeah i didn't i don't think i've ever hated uh call of duty single player campaign ever i've had some that i've just kind of like meh but i didn't hate any of them the the modern warfare one from what 2019 now um that was phenomenal so like i holds up i have some pretty high hopes on this single player campaign i think the multiplayer will be just as good as modern warfare was and I'm sure they're going to put so much effort into Warzone 2, as they're calling it. Um, I mean, I loved Warzone, but I just got so burnt out on it that maybe yeah. they can do something to get me excited about it again. But kind of like you, I don't know if that's possible at this point. Isn't it possible for um, and like, tell me if you guys disagree, like can't for the Call of Duty games, they just like relax and like you guys are saying, like hopefully make something that's a little bit more memorable back to it. I mean, to to the like to the whole battlefield team that didn't drop the way they wanted it to. That's a competitor. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Halo had its like moment when it dropped and it had its moment after, but like, I'm, I'm not playing it. I don't really like hear of many people like continuing to play it for like a long series. And if you are like a, a diehard infinite player, I'm sorry, but like, I'm just trying to make like a correlation here. Like, can't you just take your time? Like, and just like, just make sure that like from A to Z, it's just released and kind of reminds everybody of what put Call of Duty in everyone's household, like consistently. Like what, I, I don't know what the rush is. Like, because again, your your competitors are not really destroying. Well, they are switching to two-year cycles now. Right, yeah, right. This, this is the I'm first one, sure. right? Well, yeah, I th well, I think this is the first one of the two years. So right. we got Modern Warfare okay. 2 two years later. So like not only do, does a lot ride on this game, but they have to support it. Like yep. it's definitely pretty much in the paperwork that if we're not going to be getting a Call of Duty every year, then Modern Warfare 2 needs to be supported from day one with balances, almost like how like Apex Legends, they okay. have a really good system with they have a new season that comes out almost every two to three months, a new character if you need it, more gun balances, continuing to switch the meta. That's what they're going to have to do. Yep. Uh, with Warzone and I think with the multiplayer, with balancing of guns, attachments, adding new stuff, which they did well in Vanguard and Cold War. Like, they did a good job of that, but yep. they need to make it, I believe, more apparent than just hiding everything underneath. Because whenever, whenever Apex Legends does an update, it's always kind of big, you know, with a character, map changes, everything like yep. that. Like, it feels like it's a fresh new event that's coming out where... Call of Duty will be like here. Here, did you see our update sixty-seven with <laughs> with updates to the ump gun? Yep. And it's just yep. like you never see that. Like you need to yep. kind of have it come out in a big spurt and have people excited for when all these things come out. And they need to balance their battle pass because their battle pass is like seventy-five percent items for Warzone, twenty-five percent for whatever the multiplayer is at that time. So Vanguard <laughs> right now. So if you don't yeah. play Warzone. And you buy that battle pass because you're like, oh, man, I play a lot of Vanguard, like the 10 people who still do. And then you go through that battle pass and you're like, man, I can't even use 75 percent of this stuff. What's the point? Um, they definitely need to balance it out or have two separate ones, maybe. I don't know if they do that, but just balance it out better. A hundred percent agree. Yep. Next up, uh, what we want to talk about as well is Callisto Protocol gets an extended yep. gameplay trailer. It is really hard not to compare this to Dead Space because it, <laughs> yeah, it there are so many things borrowed from Dead Space because this is the ex director of Dead Space. P, you're shooting people in limbs to get certain things to go. You're yep. dying to obstacles. You're dying in gruesome ways. Yep. I, I know I'm not huge into horror, but I am excited for Dead. I am excited for sorry, Callisto Protocol. It looks to be a fun game <laughs> for both. Yeah, and both. hopefully both of them are able to differentiate themselves in a way where they can both be enjoyed. Where, you know, my fear is that both of these games might come out close to each other, and it's just going to feel like a blending of the two, where you almost don't know what what it is you're playing, like. You just boot up your console with your eyes closed and you open it up. Oh, wait, you know, am I playing Callisto or Dead Space? Who knows? I mean, Dead Space is in February of next year and Callisto is what, the end of this year? Yeah, it's like November. So we should have plenty of time. I'm at the point with this game where like 
I don't need you to show me anymore. Just let me know when it's available to buy and I will be there. Like, I don't need to yeah. see anything else. I'm good. Yeah. That's where I'm at as well. Uh, <laughs> and I think this is where you can be proud as a developer, if you're enticing, like, again, to use the word scaredy cats, like myself and Barry, who will take an extra five to six hours to probably play the game because <laughs> we are turning, not because of looting or anything like that, like the standard stuff, but because of like taking your time and like going around this corner. Because I can guarantee you, I'll be straight up with the both of you. When I play a horror game, it definitely takes two more minimum hours for me to complete because I am extra cautious and but i love every second of it and that's what callisto protocol looks like it's going to bring and it's quite exciting uh the enemy that they were fighting like the telepathic kind of enemy it's not the same game at all but it reminded me of like control a little bit with like the the hovering type of enemy that kind of like moves mm -hmm. forward and back um that's the only thing that reminded me of control i i promise you but it uh it's exciting i'm i'm with everybody that's just like including you craig that's just like hey let's just uh just give it to me just i'll, I'll yeah. just tell me when it's out tell me when i could pre-order it even i'll be yep. i'll be waiting for that 100 smaller one before another big one alien dark descent twin stick shooter i didn't expect it when i saw the alien dark descent trailer here i've just assumed it was going to be another co-op shooter based with on the alien franchise I didn't expect a twin sh stick shooter. I really don't know how popular these types of games are anymore, if I'm going to be honest. Alien but... Isolation was popular, I guess. Yes, it was. Yeah. That's this is so... the first alien game I want to play besides Alien Isolation. Just to see yeah. okay. that in. Yeah. No, you guys okay. know better than I do. So it's a top down shooter. Might be OK, might not be. But as far as Alien, which is a pretty failed video game franchise, <laughs> And yep. after, like, the original Alien grouping failed movie franchise, sorry, Alien versus Predator, but yeah. uh, this looks like it could be okay. It's going to be a 5 out of 10, probably. Like, yeah. Could be an interesting couple days with it, at least. Yeah. And big news is the closing statement for the Summer Games Fest, and it was also leaked. <laughs> the developers from Naughty Dog came out, Neil Druckmann did, with the multiplayer for Last of Us 2 is going to now be standalone and have a story. It seems to have grown much bigger than they originally anticipated and will now be what looks to be a live service game. And we're also getting a Last of Us remaster made with the Last of Us 2 engine. Overall, my impressions, I haven't really, I haven't played the Last of Us since the original came out on PS3. I never played the remaster that came out on PS4. And in a way, I'm excited for that just because it is an upgrade. It is definitely an upgrade to what yeah, Ellie and Joel look like in the game. I don't know whether hopefully they just fix a little bit of shooting mechanics or, you know, crafting mechanics for the game to make it a little bit more streamlined with how the controllers controls do now. But I'm impressed with the remaster. I am impressed with Naughty Dog just coming out and being, you know, hey, Here's here's like the definitive way to play The Last of Us. We made Last of Us 2. People loved it or hated it, depending on who you talk to. And <laughs> The Last of Us is we're going to do the same thing. Here's the here's the remake. Here's going to be the upgrade solely made for PS5. Go, you know, go and have fun with it. And I, I did want to say in this 
during the Summer Games Fest, there are a lot more games that are next-gen only. We yeah. are starting to see the transition now of... All right, guys, you know, if you wanted an Xbox or PlayStation, hopefully you got it. Now we're going to the next generation, which is something mm. I like to see. So I'm all I'm all for it. Yeah, um, I know we had talked about you and I about like, am I really going to be buying The Last of Us for the third time? Um, yes, as, especially yes. at seventy dollars. Right. Like I already paid 60, 60 for it on PS3. I don't know if I paid 60 or not. I don't think I did on PS4. I want to say it was like 20 or 30. Um, but again, paying 70 and I know I will, I know I'm complaining about the price and like all that, but I'm still going to do it. Um, (laughs) another like side note to that. You remember when we did the last of us two spoiler cast way back when had my uh, brother-in-law Tom on here, he was like, as soon as that got announced, he was texting me being like, where can I find a PlayStation five? I need one right now. So I can get this game, even though he's already just like me owns it on PS3 and PS4. He's mm-hmm. now scrambling to find a PS5 just to play a game he's already played twice on two yeah. different consoles and is going to buy another console to play the same game. So that speaks to like how powerful this game is. Um, that multiplayer thing, I don't know how I feel about it. I got to see some stuff and I know it's a long ways off, but the idea of a Last of Us that's like a live service I'm not really feeling, so I'm definitely going to have to see some more info on that. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I'm i excited to buy it for a third time. Um, I got it when there was the remastered, remastered version, and then if you caught it at the right time, you did get like a sales price on it, like yeah. depending on where you got it from and such like that. And I mean, name me a story between 2019 and now in video games that was that was as compelling as that so when i bought the remastered version that was why i i needed ellie and joel like back in my life not like not in like the last of us two type of way i needed it in in, like the (laughs) the gritty creating that relationship that really withstood the test of time um i probably will get it again i don't know if i'm gonna be the guy that gets it like when it gets released but it's intriguing to see it on that engine and kind of get what the last of us 2 was able to provide in terms of visuals and such like that uh we'll see you know um i mean it's not like they're changing anything like drastically so it's going to be gonna be the same great game it's just gonna have graphics and barry i agree with you it's like DVD to Blu-ray now. It's like, all right, we're expecting everybody to have a Blu-ray player by now. It's been a couple of years, you yep. know, like they're, they're trying to like usher it on and keep it next gen. Um, and I'm a little spoiled because I have next gen consoles, or I guess current next gen, whatever you want to call it. So I'm a little spoiled, but like I do like that transition as well. So I had to agree with you on that before I, I forgot to. And word is that like Sony has come out and said, like, if you want a PS5 in the coming months, you will be able to get one. Mm-hmm. And considering yeah. that yep. this game is coming out in three months now, September, mm-hmm. and, and that's nice. It's a page out of Nintendo's book. Hey, here's the trailer. Here's the drop. You only got to wait three months instead of four years. Yeah. So I'm yeah. all for that. I'm glad that Sony has done it the way they did, because I, I have a feeling The Last of Us Remaster wouldn't be as exciting if I had to wait till next next year january february for it just not really not really as exciting that date for me it's like okay three months awesome like that is 
that's awesome to have a a new PS5 game exclusively for it first party come out because yeah. we really don't have any coming out until you know Forsaken, hopefully God of War, which yep. I have no clue anymore about. But that's yeah. th- that's another discussion for another time. That is. Also, on just to- on a side note, um, I don't don't ask me why this is burned into my brain, but June twentieth, two thousand six burned into my brain is the first day you could buy a blu-ray player and we're still making dvds yeah so (laughs) i that's just like that's been a pet peeve of mine forever that we're still making dvds however many years later like we're we're coming up on almost 20 years of blu-rays um so hopefully it doesn't take that long to phase out ps4 and and xbox one but yeah we need to get on the roll here with being like you got to get a new console now yeah (laughs) Onto the Xbox showcase. Uh, geez, 36 minutes in and we're just talking about Xbox. Right. <laughs> but Xbox, it doesn't probably require the same amount of talking no. about it. And let's no. be honest, Capcom showcase was pretty disappointing. Mm-hmm. I started with the smaller news first on Xbox. No info on Stalker 2. Really interesting considering that game was supposed to come out like April of this year. We were supposed to already have it in our hands. Mm-hmm. And I have a feeling not only is it delayed because of production i have a feeling it's got something to do with russia and ukraine as well probably Uh, it's the same thing with advanced wars boot camp one and two i have a feeling that probably the sensitivity especially in stalker's case uh the sensitivity about the game when it comes probably to russia which they don't really hide in these types of games they kind of have to be really careful with the release date and how they do things i just wish we would have gotten something all it all we know is 2023 that's all we have there an important uh, partnership, Riot Games, uh, is partners with Microsoft for a bunch of games. League of Legends, League of Legends Wild Rift, Valorant, all coming to Xbox. And probably the most crucial piece of like information I saw on those, all champions and playable characters included. Yeah, I'm not sure if yeah, you guys wow. understand this. That's but crazy. The amount of legends in League of Legends is hundreds of dollars. And the fact that you can get it with Game Pass is an outstanding, yep, like just value in Game Pass. I'm almost waiting for them to be like, okay, we're doing this, but guess what? We're raising the price. I have like (laughs) that's 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 what I'm continuing continuing to wait for. But it's important for them. uh, It's important for Xbox to have this partnership. Riot Games and League of Legends is a you know as much as we don't really play it that often. It is a billion dollar franchise. They have tournaments. They have championships. It's literally one of the biggest games out there. And Xbox and Riot Games, it's a really good partnership to see. And I really hope we get to see more. Maybe if we can, single player experiences with a partnership like this. There And Craig and I have talked about it too. Arcane is awesome. League of Legends franchise, you could do something with that really cool in a video game and make people not only like more interested in the lore of League of Legends, but also play your League of Legends game. Uh, But that's hundreds of dollars. I can't stress that enough. (laughs) Let's stress it again. It's pretty cool. (laughs) I might actually try Valorant because of that. Yeah, Yeah, uh, part of me wants to try Valorant too, but you know, it's it. It's interesting to see how this is going to change gaming because every every week that I write up like the articles for our show, 
there's always a new article about, oh, game execs worry about what Game Pass is doing to gaming. <laughs> so, like, I just don't know where this, where the worry is, especially considering Riot Games is partnering with Game Pass. So, yep. have to see. Yeah. And um, okay, I'll, I guess I guess we'll get into this one. Scorn release date <laughs> October twenty first. Uh, Barry, 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 it Barry. Guess what? Everything is living in that. Barry, guess what? What? It really doesn't look that bad. It doesn't, I, though, man. <laughs> it looks I, okay. It looks I hate to agree with it you. Great. It does not I look terrible. To, Listen, hate, Game Pass Day One. Yeah. It doesn't look as bad as it did the first time we saw it. I think it's going to be okay. Yeah. I, I, won't, I won't believe it's it until I play it. I, I swear to God, if it's game of the year, I swear <laughs> to God. Yeah, I'm going to push for it. <laughs> if, it if, if it's game of the year, I'm selling all my consoles and I'm just going to be a solely, <laughs> I'm going to be solely a Switch player. I'm just going to play Pokemon. I'll never there's, have to worry about Scorn being on the Switch because there's no way the Switch could run it at no, all, not. not even in its dreams. Listen, there's no excuse for you not to stream this day one. Yes. You don't even have to pay for it. It's on Game Pass. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yes. <laughs> we, prom- we promise you won't be scorned. Nope. In your choice. I honestly don't think it looks that bad now. I'm like no, 100% I, being truthful. I think it looks okay. No, yeah, I, I didn't think it looked that bad either. To be, I'm going to be honest as well. But we, it it was very minimal what we did see. Like yep. we really still have no idea what's going on in the game, and we'll see whether or not it gets explained. Yeah. Forza Horizon DLC has announced the first wave, and it's dealing with Hot Wheels. Yes. Yeah, that was interesting. That it's first really, Hot Wheels expansion was awesome. Well, that was Lego. Oh yeah, you're right. That was Lego, but it was still cool. No, yeah, it was cool. I'm I'm all for it. And yep. what's nice about it is, you know, we're going to kind of get these tracks in the sky type loop de loop type things. And I just think the way Horizon looks, you can really get something going on with that. Just with user created tracks using Hot Wheels track pieces, it's it's gold in a yep. way. It's it'll be really good for that. Persona games coming over to xbox starting with persona 5 royal on game pass followed by in 2023 persona 4 golden and persona 3 portable why would they do it the opposite way i think it's got something to do with the popularity of royal okay uh am i gonna play it again probably not i don't expect me to play uh to play a hundred hour game again (laughs) If I really wanted to, I'd just play that on my PlayStation, but we'll see. Yeah, but achievements. I, I, I don't chase <laughs> achievements anymore. I'm too old oh, to don't. chase achievements. <laughs> I have played four, so I'm excited. Um, I heard if there was another Persona besides five that you need to get on, I was told by multiple people in my time frame that four is like the one to play. So I'm excited to just play it for free, to be honest. Yeah. I yeah, love absolutely. five. Like, so... We'll see. Into the big hitters now. Mm-hmm. Diablo 4 yes. with a Ooh. new class, Necromancer. Yes, bring it. I I Craig, I know you like love Diablo, so you're you're the person to go to because I, I haven't gotten that <laughs> into Diablo. Talk to it us, seems Craig. like they're they're changing some stuff around, right? Like when you clear out areas, then they become certain areas become towns after you clear them out, which is kind of cool. 
Um, I think it looks very good. I'm torn on whether, like, do I get this on PC? I've had a lot of fun playing Diablo 3 on console. I almost feel like it controls better on console. It's easier to control because you're not being like, oh, my spells are one through nine on console. It's like, you know, it's all right there. Um, but I am, they need this to be good because of the hell they're getting from Diablo Immortal. So like they have to hit this one out of the park. And so far, I think it, it looks okay. They're sticking to the formula of what works for Diablo. Um, click a million times, kill your enemies and get better loot. That's all we want from a Diablo game. So that's what they're going to give me. I'm there. I just, I may end up getting it for both PC and console i was not gonna lie i was kind of hoping it would drop game pass but it doesn't seem like it's going to um but uh, yeah i mean i'm excited i uh i'm glad you said there was one thing in particular that i'm glad you said because what made me hesitant to possibly get it on console was how just like the the spells were going to be allocated and i didn't even mm-hmm. like think as i was watching the trailer mainly because i was focused on how awesome they've made the necromancer look at (laughs) in the theatrical and the actual gameplay but that might be the crossover for me to get it on console is like yeah oh my gosh i didn't even realize that like whatever spells you do like uh it's gonna be a little bit easier on the control so that feedback is great um a lot of us do have experience with diablo just like whether in childhood or adulthood um and they do have some they do have to make up some ground, so to speak, from Immortals. So. Yeah, I mean, I say that to everybody. Like, if they're interested in Diablo, you can get Diablo 3 for fairly cheap. And I'm always more than happy to run through that game with anybody co-op. So, yeah, I mean, if anybody's on the fence, just try Diablo 3 and see if it works for you on console. They did such a fantastic job when that came out, making it work on a controller. So, I like, I cannot praise that game on a console enough. Cool. Forza Motorsport, it's making its return in 2023. Okay. <laughs> I've yeah, like I fantastic. I'm more yeah. like the street racing scene, and I know yeah. that like it's the same thing with Gran Turismo. These games have their their spots. The amount of customization you can do with these cars is next to yeah. almost un unmatched in a way. And the realism with it also looks good the time of day thing looks like an interesting concept which we've seen in all of the other racing games as well it's not really that important not really that cool but we forza Forza motorsport is going to be for the motorsport fans it looks like they're bringing back old tracks bringing in really fast cars and what more could you want yeah it's another forza motorsport now some of the interesting stuff what did you guys think of Redfall? Nah. Oh, yes. oh, look at the opposite ends of the spectrum here. Two, two cranks at the opposite end of the spectrum. Um, I hope it's good. I don't have a whole lot of hope for it, though. <laughs> I think what do you think? Good. Oh, man. Very. And I'm tiebreaker. Yep. I'm sold. Okay. I. I'm, I'll try I am it. excited for Redfall. My one issue is, and I hate games that do this, is the loot stuff. Yeah. I I, I kind of want the whole like Left 4 Dead portion of things to come back. And unfortunately, I already forgot the name of the game. 
I got PTSD back for blood when I watched this trailer. Sorry, back for blood. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's why I'm on the fence. Back for blood didn't hit it or it didn't hit it for me. I, I in back for blood, like I can speak to it. I do not like the card system at all. It no. is it is just not for me. I I do I, the randomizer or like the operator system is pretty cool, but the cards are just absolutely just not it. That's not how I want to do it. I like Redfall because there are certain classes that definitely seem like they are narrowed down a path that doesn't include cards. <laughs> My main concern is how the loot is going to be where I'm probably going to have seven of the same gun where one is a little bit better than the other because the rating says so. Yeah. And those games, I hate getting bogged down in that type of stuff. If it's not the it. If it's a loot system that isn't that invasive, then I think this game has a lot of potential and I'm excited for it. But it comes down to that because I, I get it like looter shooters are fun for a lot of people, but I get very overwhelmed at the and it's the same thing with Borderlands. Yep. I I like the gameplay. I like the shooting, but five, almost 10 minutes into playing any of these games and your inventory's full. You're not picking up any more guns. I got to go back to a shop. I got to look at everything to see what I can sell, equip it, and then sell what I'm not using or storage it. And at that point, you're stopping me from actually playing the game and more yeah. have me just doing stuff in your inventory, which I'm just not the biggest fan of. So Redfall, I wasn't that sold on it. I think because we also saw like Black for Blood was coming out. Other games so much more like it were coming out. But... Redfall got delayed, and now I think it has its own space to kind of come out and be like, okay, I think, you know, now that nobody's really paying back for blood, maybe Redfall will be what you go for. I think the yeah. characters all have unique personalities, and I think you're going to get to learn more about them rather than just these random characters in Back for Blood. Like, oh, you unlock the medic. Here's a few medic quips that she says while you're doing a level <laughs> yeah, and stuff like weird. that. So... <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, for I, it. We yeah. have to wait and see. Like, I want it to be good. I really do. I'm just so like I was so let down personally with Back for Blood that I don't want to put too much like hope in this game. Yeah. yeah and may I'm probably getting my hopes up for it. But I I'm, mean, if you think about it, though, if like the three of us are all playing it, we're still going to have fun. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Two biggest hitters for me. Uh, first off, a Plague Tale Requiem. I don't care what it is. Give yep. me it now. Yep. I I am so excited for the and if if you haven't already heard me and Craig like go over this game, I love to play Tale Innocence and it really seems to be taking a focus on. I think her name is Amelia or it's really close to Amelia. It's something with an E, but it's hard to pronounce because it's French. <laughs> yep. So Wait, what is it? in? It's in French. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Oh my gosh! We just lost all our French audience. I have had. an uncle who I have an uncle who's French. He's got me. <laughs> right. He knows. <laughs> he knows I try. So I, we, don't, we don't even need to talk about that game. That game's going to be phenomenal. End of story. Yeah, and that's also a Game Pass day day one, right? Yes, a lot of these it's, games are. Yeah. Can, can I can I just side note ten yep. seconds? What a middle finger to PlayStation. Like, that mm -hmm. literally, like, the ending of this grand weekend had so many Game Pass Day 1, Game Pass Day 1, Game Pass Day 1 as 
PlayStation is trying to navigate their aspect where they're now at the cost of a Amazon Prime membership at the best pricing. Yep. I know this is not the conversation of today because we need to focus on the games, but it just, the timing was awesome. As I was seeing Game Pass Day 1, Game Pass Day 1, I was just seeing Microsoft just like looking Sony in the face and being like, your move, sir. Yep. Your move. <laughs> like, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I, and just kind of a little bit to add to that sort of the the station of things is here. I think PlayStation needs to see how the subscription service goes mm -hmm. and then maybe build from there. Yeah. We do have to keep in mind that Xbox is owned by Microsoft, a gajillion dollar company. Yeah. Sony is big, but doesn't nearly make as much money. At least I don't think they do. Uh, if yep. somebody can feel free to send me their earning reports and I'll read over them and see it. <laughs> And see the differences between the two. They're probably too big of numbers for me to even say. It's a light but reading. Overall, uh, overall, Plague Tale Requiem, awesome. Yes. Now, the game Starfield. The <clears throat> as as they said throughout the entire like showing off of this game, the biggest open world RPG at to release in the last twenty years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The next, the next biggest thing. I'll go into my thoughts about it earlier. I have a, or thoughts about it now. I think this game has the potential to be good, but my issue is I don't trust Bethesda. Nope. I have a, I personally have a vendetta with Bethesda and how mm. they handled Fallout 76. Mm. I will yeah. never forgive them for having that monster chase Craig and I throughout an entire, <laughs> throughout the did. entire world only to kill me again. <laughs> I'll never forgive them for it. Yep. Can. The, and much like how I mentioned with earlier, like with Modern Warfare 2, Starfield has all of Bethesda's hopes riding on it. I have a yes, like I do. feel like you could tell the yeah. game, I think, looks all right. I I don't I wasn't very visually impressed. You know, you're telling me there's thousands of planets, but what am I going to do in any of them? I saw the trailer. I thought it was No Man's Sky. Yep. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be like completely honest and what how is this game going to drag me in that's that's going to be the thing here is it needs to be engaging from the start mm -hmm. it can't be the same fallout stuff that we've seen and it's not the same it can't be the same skyrim stuff because you have to make it different from skyrim in order for people to like it uh I know they're working on the next Skyrim uh, or Elder Scrolls. I should say Elder Scrolls, not Skyrim. Yeah. But you guys get what I'm saying. Yeah. And can Starfield be the biggest thing? Sure. But uh, how is it going to run? You know, <laughs> that that's another question. you got thousands of planets. How am I? How is it going to run? Um, it's that cloud gaming. Yeah, it's cloud gaming. All right. Look, but, it looks like it looks like Fallout to me. Like I want like yeah. the combat. I'm like, oh, it's Fallout 4. OK, I mean, I don't hate Fallout 4. Um, I can get into that. But the whole idea of like thousands of planets did not like it didn't do anything for me. It wasn't like, a, oh, OK, yeah. Am I still going to play it day one? Yep, because it's on Game Pass. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, just the idea of them being like, oh, look at this combat. And I'm like, yeah, it's Fallout combat. It's typical Bethesda gun combat. And then a whole bunch of planets. Cool. I mean, that's the idea of being able to fly to a planet. Okay, but is it just a loading screen or am I actually going to be like 
flying from one planet to the other. Initiating the landing gear. Right, right. Like it has potential, like you said, but like I'm not overly excited for it. And there was nothing in that trailer to me that was like, yep, this is the Xbox console seller. I I, I don't see it yet. Didn't some of the first person shooting like gameplay kind of make you guys feel a little bit worried about it, too? Because I saw it didn't look impressive. Um, It's never been good. I don't no, feel like the, no, the, no. the first person like shooting has ever been good in that game or in, in any, Fallout like, games. You mean? In, yeah. Like in Fallout yeah. games, I don't think it's that responsive. I the guns, I feel like and, and I get it. It's not Call of Duty mm-hmm. type stuff, but I, I just don't feel like the, the first person shooting aspect of it. Like it really needs to be refined if it's going to be any good, because I I don't like the way it works. In, in the Fallout games, Fallout 76, Fallout 4, you know, everybody kind of goes to New Vegas as the biggest thing. Yeah. And I haven't really heard anything about New Vegas or anything close to New Vegas in a long time. So how is Starfield going to going to be like, OK, forget about everything we did with Fallout. Now you want it. Now you want Starfield. It's if they released it when they originally wanted in November. Cause I remember I was looking at that on game pass, like I'm going to try that really excited. If they would have released it at that time, I think this might be a bold statement. It might not have been as bad of a, as bad as a cyberpunk release, but for what they're writing on this particular title, <laughs> they were going to, it was going to be a crash and a burn. Like they need yeah. to, they need to iron this out. They need to take out the, the starch they need to take out the physical iron and the ironing board, and they literally need to iron the shirt out on it because I was more impressed earlier in the year when it was like a thing that was still mysterious, and I was not impressed by by all of this um, that I saw. Like they they gotta they gotta do some things. So hopefully, when we get closer to the title, there's going to be something more promising. I don't know if there's people out there that actually got more excited from seeing there's what gotta be sh- some probably the bethesda fanboys yeah and, yeah and the gentleman who was announcing it um which i'm forgetting <laughs> his name right now because i didn't memorize everything todd howard name. thank you yeah he was really excited to <laughs> but not i said the cats i <laughs> i am not as excited <laughs> i mean maybe this comes out and and it changes our minds i I think Microsoft is going to do what they did with Halo Infinite and not release it until it's absolutely ready. Yeah. Like, I don't think they're going to push it out early at all. They don't want a cyberpunk issue. So maybe this is good for them to get this reception on this trailer and be like, all right, we got some more work to do. You know, like people didn't think it was that impressive. Let's make sure we make it impressive next time we show it. So Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully that's what they're thinking. And we'll see. But that's going to be like the two biggest game things. Uh, We did just get done with the Capcom showcase, and I guess we'll go over that for a little bit here. Monster Hunter Rise DLC for Sunbreak releasing June 30th. Looks like a whole gigantic new expansion. Cool for Monster Hunter fans. I was really wanted to see like a World 2, but we didn't get that. Rise is its own thing. I really wish it was more primed for the PC instead of just like porting it from Switch to PC. But their uh, rise must be selling well because people are buying it. 
uh, mm-hmm. and people and they're yeah. supporting it. It seems like they will be supporting it for a while. Exo Primal. <laughs> I looks <laughs> terrible. I don't know. Like they, signed up they, for that beta though. Yeah. <laughs> you 100%. said it looks terrible. Yeah. Now they're yeah they're definitely gonna send us a beta link now. <laughs> was, that, was that the Vin Diesel one? No, that's, no, that's Ark. That's Ark two. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I was no, this is the one where it, yeah, this is the one where it looks like Earth Defense Force, but instead of insects, it's dinosaurs. Oh, yep. yeah, okay. Can't wait for that one. And kind of the news that everybody was waiting for afterward is we are going to be getting DLC for Resident Evil Village called Shadows of Rose. Yeah. Uh, follow up. It's a direct follow up DLC to Resident Evil Village. Saw a little yeah. bit of Resident Evil Four, and we yep. have current or next gen upgrades to Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, Resident Evil 2 and 3 remakes as well. Yep. Overall, uh I really was hoping for more from the Capcom showcase again, but this is what we get and everybody kind of knows them for Resident Evil right now. So I'll let the two Resident Evil fans fight each other, I guess. I mean, I got what I wanted, right? I've been yelling for the DLC for what Truth. a year now and it finally yeah. finally they're like yeah it's coming out what they say like october is that what they said mm-hmm. so right along with callisto obviously you know october we got nothing, 28th october we got nothing 28th. better to do than play a bazillion horror games in october so that's what we're going to be doing um i'm sure the dlc will be good they added like the third person mode which okay well, shadows of roses only in third person right right yeah but okay. third person mode for resident evil 8 yeah. If you want to play through it again in third pro- person mode, that is there. Um, and then the ability to play as a couple different people in mercenaries mode, which I don't know anybody who plays mercenaries mode in Resident Evil 8. But if you wanted to play as the big tall lady, you can do that when that yeah. comes out. Um, sure, that's cool. But the DLC, I'm sure it's probably going to be only a couple hours long, and that's fine. But yeah, yeah I mean, I got what I wanted. I was kind of hoping we might see another you know, Resident Evil 9 but I guess Resident Evil 4 is what we're going to have for the time being. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's kind of funny you say you get to play as a big lady because I got, like, because, uh, like, I think that's cool, but I know that's cool right now. Mm-hmm. And then when I start playing, it'll be cool for, like, 40 minutes, but it'll be, like, a good 40 minutes. Like, I yeah. don't know how long I'm actually going to do that. Uh, I do think that the third-person perspective on Resident Evil 8 is going to be interesting because, like, I, I've been kind of looking to play that again anyway, to be honest and Ooh, glutton now, for punishment over here yeah and, yeah right um i also another thing that was mentioned uh i'm gonna be scared for like five months because you have like that coming out you got callisto and then you got dead space yep. it's like so perfectly timed and scorn and scorn let's not forget <laughs> let's not forget the filet mignon <laughs> scorn mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> It's gonna it's gonna be an, an very exciting couple of months. Um, Resident Evil Seven DLCs were nice and perfectly mm-hmm. packaged into like two to four hour portions, depending on what you did or how long it took you to to beat them. It's as as far as Resident Evil DLC, bring it on! Like throw throw it at me uh, because yep. I am quite excited and just I I am again. And I think I said this last week, but if I didn't, I will just uh, say it say it now. I am excited for four with yep. uh, that update, and especially especially moving 
while being able to fire as opposed to, you know, taking that specific step for each. Um, you know, uh, obviously the older Resident Evils have been, every time there's been a re-release, they've really kind of taken the care to each one to kind of make, make those better in those small ways. So like, that's like we were talking about literally before the show started, that's a small, like, but more so a big, a big change for them. Yeah. So good time to be Resident Evil, good time for them to ride the franchise. There's still hype there's enough out there that they need to just they need to make their money like it's like when you see a, mu a musician ride that album that is is really just like on the airwaves and just making the cash for them go ahead do your thing with that you know that's where i stand with it yeah i agree one little last bit of news, which I did forget to go over in the last one, uh, during the Xbox showcase, the Overwatch 2 is going to be, PvP is going oh, to be free. Yes. And I, it's not necessarily good news. I think this has a lot to do with the outrage people had over the beta and the alpha that came out. So I have a feeling they went, okay, we make multiplayer free, and then I guess they're going to be, how much do you charge for the single player? Like, are you really going to charge 60 or 70 bucks for that? Like, better not. <laughs> yeah, you better you better be charging forty. I have a feeling forty or thirty for it. <laughs> yeah, for it. I guess we'll see. To each their own. But that is your entire breakdown of all the major announcements from Summer Games Fest. If you made it yep. to the hour and five minutes, thank you, <laughs> Craig's. Was there anything else that we needed to talk about? Is there any other searing gaming news that we need to just vomit all over the <laughs> podcast? I don't think so. We missed we missed the Netflix portion of it. That's like, I'm just oh, playing. No. We're good. We're good. We hit the major. There's a point. Dragon Age show coming out. That's the only thing I saw that was of any interest to me. Also a Duke Nukem. Yes. Show. There's a Duke a Nukem movie. show. They're making it no Duke Nukem movie. Yeah. Oh no. That's gonna be funny though. Probably. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I'll watch it. Yeah. I don't care. Oh uh, no shit. Side note. Side note that you two need to know about me. I was always the kid that argued Duke Nukem over Doom. Now that oh I'm boy. older, I realize <laughs> that you make mistakes as a child. Mm -hmm. And that is one of my mistakes. I really I wish you stuck to your guns. I really <laughs> wish you would sit on this you podcast should. and go, Duke Nukem is better than Doom. No, I am much more of a gamer than I was <laughs> even as a kid. Like, like so... I cannot die on that hill. It will always have a place in my heart. It's kind of like that summer camp that you went to. But then when you went back, like, years later, you realized that, like, maybe the cabin didn't have a door, like, the whole time. Or, like, you're just like, mm, uh, I've been talking so well about this. But, like, it, <laughs> I do like it. It's just that I was, like, the person that was, like, Doom was, why are you playing that? You should be playing Duke Nukem. And I'm just not that person now. Just a side note. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Proud of you for growing. Yeah. <laughs> and one last question before I start to send everybody off here. Now, this, of course, is not this. This is replacing, in a way, E3. Mm -hmm. Do yeah. you guys still miss E3? Should we still be having an E3? I mean, uh, if I'm not going in person, I don't see a need. We got everything we wanted and would normally see it at an E3 anyway. But I can understand for people who want to go to the physical thing, sure. Like, I would love to go to an E3, right? Yeah. I've never gotten the opportunity to go. But as somebody who's always just watched it streaming, I don't see any difference at all. Yeah, it'd be no difference for me either. Didn't they announce that they're most definitely having E3 next year in person? Yep. 
Well, the big thing at Summer Games Fest was that next year it's going to be an in-person event or at least a yep. more open, more in-person oh, event because yeah, it yeah. was kind of put to critics only this year because I do see people at Game Informer there now. Yeah, I think for me, I was happy that we had this, but I do miss, again, like the whole unity that E3 used to have where mm -hmm. I had a day for PlayStation, a day for Xbox and a day yeah. for Nintendo. Mm -hmm. And there are already rumors about on the 19th, there's going to be a Nintendo Direct where it's just like, I really wish that Nintendo would have joined Summer Games Fest mm -hmm. and had a Direct today or something like that or something after the Xbox one like. It, I don't think Jeff Keighley makes it that hard. Like that, he's not going to make you rent like a whole gigantic studio if you don't want to. You could no. just have a pre-recorded, you know, producted game yeah. release and game trailers and game talking and whatnot. So yeah, I I don't know. That's the one aspect I miss. I really wish we saw. I really wish that we had just a bit more unity between all three, and just went okay. Here's your Saturday, Sunday, Monday for you, and here are the big the big gaming stuff. And who knows, there's also rumor that a state of play is going to be at the end of this month for, for God of War Ragnarok. So yep. we're going to we're getting gaming news now. That's what month. That's what June is known for. But I always really loved it all in one spot. It was mm -hmm. always yeah. very easy to get your info. And especially if you're not like close to gaming, I guess, like we are, you're going to be like, wait, there was a Nintendo Direct. I missed it. Or, oh, wait, there was a state of play about Ragnarok. Oh, I missed it because they're just these small, tiny things. And again, they're just rumors, but we'll see. Yeah. What I think we're all interested in more is what your thoughts were on the Summer Game Fest. Yeah, yeah. Feel free uh, to message us on Twitter, Instagram, and on YouTube with comments on this video, letting me know, hey, you know, this is what we're excited for. This is, you know, this is what looked bad. You know, why, why does Barry hate Scorn so much? All of those are just <laughs> questions burning for answers. Yeah. So just make sure to message us on either of those or email us at highsensitivitypodcast at gmail.com. If you like the video on YouTube, I would appreciate if you would subscribe, like it, and comment. And share it with your friends if you liked it and review it on your preferred listening or watching platform on wherever you watch us. I think I got it all. That was about the most natural I've ever I've ever had that <laughs> whole spiel thing there. So with that, this is it from the special episode of the Summer Games Fest. Next week, we will be back to games that we played, Mario Strikers, whatnot, and movies we and we watched. So, hope this you enjoyed this like little one-off episode here of one fourteen, and we'll see you guys next time. See you later. See you guys.